come in come in come in what took you so long <laughs> hey there welcome to the very second episode of setting stage i'm so glad you could join us so thank you so much for everyone who has been supportive even with the first episode i have received love and just seeing people you know share the posters the flyers listen literally the fact that people listened <laughs> is is amazing thank you so much i do not take it lightly because starting a podcast is a whole thing so uh i'm very grateful grateful to god really uh the mostly and yeah so second episode first guest episode listen i'm super excited for you guys to listen into this conversation uh my first guest uh is singer songwriter daliso sakala um i met her because we go to the same church household of faith church and yeah um she released a song a single titled healing power oh guys I, i literally can't even just go and look for it download it play it let me tell you it will bless your life and i decided to you know call her and have a conversation with her and yeah this conversation was super fun uh she basically took us through her journey uh what has helped her become what she is today and yeah just why she felt the need to release this single so uh this is some this is something that i would encourage any person who is daring to step out and do something they've never really done before i mean when daliso released this song she was a whole university student but she still took the step and the song is blessing many people's lives so yeah um without taking too much of your time catch you on the other side Hi Daliso. Hi. Can you hear me? Am I am I is the sound okay? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh welcome to the Setting Stage podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to have this conversation with you. Uh mm. I'm so pleased to have you. Uh thank you. Uh so we're going to get right into it. Um Please introduce yourself with a guest. Uh, who is Daliso? What does she do? Yeah, tell us a bit about yourself. Okay, thank you so much for the privilege. It's so good to be here. So, um, Daliso Sakala is my name. I just completed my degree in economics and finance. I'm a lover of God, big time. I love sleeping like <laughs> really really love sleeping but um I would say I'm a simple girl yes one who just loves being around people one who loves you know as I said earlier I love the lord so much and yes that's that's simply who Daliso is wow congratulations on finishing school that's amazing uh, you <laughs> forgot to mention as of now you are a songwriter and a musician <laughs> a mighty minister <laughs> we had to put the mighty <laughs> we praise god yes i'm most songwriter i forgot to mention that <laughs> yeah. so um this is not the normal i know you have been on as um, some radio interviews this is not going to be like the formal kind of interview but more like just two people having a conversation about making impact as a young person and that is what i want this to be more of interactive so if you want to ask me a question feel free okay It's- Okay yeah so let's start with some icebreaker questions um if you had the opportunity to do like um 
to to do a song about a character in the Bible, who would it be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would definitely go for David. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know, but I feel like at the moment I would say um Psalms is mm. like my favorite um book in the Bible because you know the way he just used to express himself. He was just so open before God, and he didn't even want to hide exactly what he was feeling. Like he was so authentic. So I would definitely write up. I would definitely write about him. I love that. Honestly, uh, I think vulnerability and and there isn't a person who expresses it or gives us a better example than David. The vulnerability before God is so so powerful because I would even say we grew up trying to be vulnerable to everyone else or everything else but God. Ah, That's so powerful. Yeah, and we think it's a weakness. Many times we think vulnerability is a weakness, but it's so powerful how when you become vulnerable before God, there is power in that moment because you're literally surrendering to him and he is now uh, the one who is uh, covering you with his love. It's it's, it's yeah. uh, if I had to pick a, a person who I would write a song about in the mm-hmm. Bible, it would be Elijah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Why? I feel like it would be it would be a rock and roll song, like a rock and roll Christian. I've never heard of rock and roll Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely understand. <laughs> but I feel like Elijah is. You know how many times when you think of Christian, you think like calm, reserved, yeah. and Elijah was interesting. Almost of that, but he still made it work. Like he was a man of God, and I just love that. I love, love that about Elijah. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, let's get into a bit of your childhood. Uh. I know you're a pastor's child. Um, I'll be <laughs> One of the conversations I have, you told me um, <laughs> the dad's church to there was a um, crusade. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Can I forget? So I want to ask, firstly. Uh, what did you want to be when you were young? What What was your dream? And then, uh, how was you growing up in, you know, that because you there are so many stories that surround being a pastor. Um, I was kind of a pastor's child. Okay, um, my, dad. <laughs> my dad used to be an elder. Um, oh, okay. Though he's not anymore, but his position in the church was that where he was the one, like one of the elders who was actively preaching. And let me tell you, me, I loved mm-hmm. that title. Like, I loved it. So I always tell people, like, I'm a PK. <laughs> <laughs> but I see you. <laughs> people really expect that. I've, I've heard so many stories about how people just struggle with that. So I want to. Like, what's your perspective? How was it growing up for you? Because I, I'm, I'm a very attentive person, and I do see uh, some of your statuses on WhatsApp and how you're just even your YouTube. You, you once did a, a, a video with your dad, so yeah. what do you <laughs> <laughs> wow. we forgot to put that in your bio that you are a YouTuber as well. Come on, <laughs> I don't even know. I didn't even say all those things, guys. As I said, I'm a simple girl. <laughs> But yes, I also do make um, YouTube content for any person that would want to follow a new channel. Please do follow. Um, Yes. So um, growing up, I wanted to be a doctor and an actor. But I feel I really wanted to be an actor more than like a doctor. You know, when I would watch Nigerian movies and I'm like, oh my God, like these guys can act. And, you know, it just... 
I don't know. I was just intrigued. Like, I really want to do this. And then the thing is that I feel like the dream of me being an actor hasn't died because just mm. yesterday, a Christian movie I was watching, I was like, you know what? Why not just actually be part of these Christian actors? Because at the time, I was inspired by the secular, you know, <laughs> yeah. and actresses. But for now, it's like, on a Christian point of view, and I would definitely want to still, you know, um, get into that industry. But I also wanted to be a doctor as well. So I've answered uh, part 1A, right? So now part yeah. 1B. <laughs> okay, so you said, how was it like growing up as um, a pastor's child, right? Um, I think it was okay, really. Um, I think I enjoyed, um, I would be honest, I think the attention is very nice, <laughs> especially yeah. growing up, I wasn't matured at the time, you know, mm-hmm. you'd um, be so interested, you know, when people are just, you know, calling out your name and everyone wants to talk to you, that kind of a thing. Yeah. But then... Um, as I've grown, like the level at which I've reached now, I now understand um, the gravity it comes with because it mm. comes with so much responsibility in terms of, you know, prayer. You can't just be um, a PK's child and your prayer life is just average. Like you won't survive because you will not survive <laughs> is all I'm going to say because there's, you know, spiritual attacks are so real. So growing yeah. up in a phase where I was, you know, enjoying the attention and whatnot and very familiar with the things of God, I wouldn't really say that um, I was genuinely interested in the things of God. It took like some time for me to really just come to the realization that I needed my own personal relationship with God. So yes, um, now... I'm, I'm way better than I was before. And I look at it from a different perspective. And it is such a blessing. It is such a blessing because I think it stretches you in character mm. um, and to give more because, you know, people just expect you to always be available in just, yeah, basically always available for them. You know, people just expect you to just, you know, be there for them. So I think it has done a lot of stretching and mm. um, it has also helped my spiritual life definitely because I just don't pray, you know, on a normal scale, if I can put it like that, but I've stretched so much. So it's such a privilege is what I would say. That's That's amazing. I love that. And uh, I like the part that you talked about that you had to grow in the maturity of understanding the responsibility. And I think the reason why many pastors' children uh, struggle is because they do not understand that there is a responsibility on them as well. And uh, how... Or at what point, what made you come to the realization that this is not just... Because I think sometimes also mm-hmm. it's the picture of you have to... I've, I've, I've listened to so many conversations uh, with... Um, that I mean, so many conversations that Bishop T.D. Jakes has had mm-hmm. with daughter pastor sarah jakes roberts and sometimes she talked about how they had to share their dad and wow yeah yes. they had to like, share their dad and you know i've always wondered because even how like we uh, call uh, pastor daniel who is our pastor mm-hmm. uh call him dad and I'm always wondering like what does Shepard think like why is everyone calling his dad (laughs) like I I definitely understand (laughs) 
yeah so at what point did you get to understand like you had a role in the ministry and it might not even look like the way your dad's ministry is exactly but you also had a special place which gave you responsibility what brought you to that awakening because i think that's the part that many people struggle with okay that's a very good question i'll be very honest it took some time i wouldn't say no you know when i was in primary or like secondary no <laughs> Um, the realization came when I was actually in college, like university. That's when I actually realized that I have um, a responsibility or simply a role that I need to play, even as a child, in my parents' house concerning ministry. And yeah. I honestly feel like it came with maturity mm-hmm. because they said earlier, Growing up, I used to see things from a very different perspective. So mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes why people do not know their responsibility as um, PKs, they might lack maturity. I'm sorry to say that, but it comes with a lot of spiritual maturity because mm-hmm. I feel like it awakens something in you and you know that so long as you are under... Um, someone's roof, like your parents, there's a role that you have to play as a child. And you're just not there, you know, for like your parents to just, you know, be the ones doing the most in terms of spiritually covering you. You also need to be a child that is also able to cover your parents in prayer. And that's been a blessing simply. So, yeah, it came when I was in college. So I would say maybe 2020. That's when it actually dawned on me to say, Dali, so you actually have a responsibility as well. Yeah. Mm, That's so good. I can relate with that in so many levels because I remember I was one of those children who was so proud of the fact that my dad was a preacher. (laughs) I was like, you couldn't tell me my dad wasn't Bill Gates. (laughs) 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 I was... (laughs) remember everywhere I go my faith was my father's faith like if I was going to go to if Jesus came at that time like I would be yeah. he would ask me like why do you have to come to heaven I was like because my dad is a preacher <laughs> um, so it was something that I really loved and every wow. time I would talk about God because I always love talking about God but at that age it was big be- I would say what my father told me like I would say my like his preachings or remember what he was preaching and that is what I would say so my faith was so much dependent on my parents even the extent of our relationship like a a daughter and a father it's just I don't know it's deep (laughs) it's really deep that's so true and I remember for me, it dawned on me like, oh, my dad is not here to pray for me. When I went to boarding school, mm-hmm. I think in the 10th grade. And wow. boarding school is weird. <laughs> it's creepy because they'll tell you like, oh, there's a schooner girl. <laughs> she comes, yeah. <laughs> she comes oh, to yeah. get you. In the night. Or, you know, you hear so many stories mm-hmm. that but then I also began to appreciate the things that I took for granted growing up because growing up, my father would always make sure we are in church. Like it, it didn't matter what you're sick of, what you know you have to go to church. So because I was already from that environment, it's even though I was alone and it dawned on me like, oh, okay, I cannot just wait for my dad to push me. Now I really have to pray. But there is this responsibility that grew in me for, I, I always used to make sure I go to church. I always used to participate in different church activities. Mm-hmm. And even though I that wasn't like when I became like really serious, but I think that's yeah. when it dawned on me that my parents' faith cannot be my faith. I have to mm-hmm. have my own faith. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, Let me just something on like what you've yeah. said. Because um 
I feel like the investments that our parents really um, did in our lives mm. helped us realize that we actually had responsibilities. Sometimes it looks so simple, you know, when they would always be on our necks. Like, you guys have to go to church and whatnot. But I feel like it really helped us, especially when we didn't have them, you know, to actually mm. remind us to do certain yeah. things. But because of that constant investment on a daily basis, that constant reminder, it's like it just helped us because it's like there was a seed that they were planting in us. And no matter what, like even if we're not as spiritual at the time, but it's like we knew our principles, we knew what we were supposed to do. So I feel like even just other people that are aspiring to be parents, I feel like they should continue with the same principles and morals because it might look like they are simple things, but there's a seed that um, is being sown each time they actually invest in their children. Yeah. I love that. I don't know if we're going to divert from this anytime soon, but even just to what you're saying, yeah. that's so good because for a long time I've been, it's always on my mind, like we don't realize the mm-hmm. responsibility that yeah. being a the weight of that because you're literally molding a life and mm-hmm. what you choose and, and this has been my word for my generation. Like I've always thought if I had a platform to speak it out, I'm like, it is our responsibility to really ensure that we sit down and make sure that we are particular about how we raise our children because people's destinies get killed just from being in abusive homes. Like you didn't even have to go in the bar yourself, just Mm -hmm. being in an abusive home and your life is, you know, the the enemy finds a way to manipulate your life. And this is one of the areas where the enemy has really fought. And I feel Mm -hmm. like this is something that, And this is really one of the reasons why even for me starting this podcast was so important because I want to set a stage to have conversations like this, you know, to do these things because these are things that will help us build long lasting, uh, you know, long lasting foundations, even as Mm -hmm. we go. And I think has got so much potential we have so much potential because also we have been blessed with so many resources mm-hmm. you know been blessed with so many resources these days you just have to really have the willingness really yes. really have to have the mm-hmm. yeah and once you have that willingness interesting enough just um I think like a few hours ago, I was asking, I was, I was in my head, I was just, you know, have a question came to my head to say, why is ignorance not bliss? Like, why is ignorance not bliss? And uh, I, I, ju- I just felt a tag to go to, to Romans. <clears throat> I wasn't, I didn't even know I was opening the book of Romans, but um, I was reading Romans 1. And uh, can't remember the verse, uh, must be 13 or 12, somewhere there. And it just talks about how it is, we cannot, ignorance can never be an excuse because in us, God has put uh, a certain part of him, you know? Wow. And I think the dimension of God, <laughs> nature, even mm-hmm. that. That simple parenting nature, even that responsibility, it all comes from this knowledge of God. Like, it's it's so interesting when, like, God is just amazing because it's these simple things because you you tend to look at it and you you begin to understand that even the the nature that we have for the people around us, it is a God thing because who Mm -hmm. is the most nuturing person we know no, no, not person <laughs> who is the most nuturing <laughs> but right? so, I, I think, think you know. 
so powerful. <laughs> I always yeah. think God love with us in these moments when we're like, God, uh, the person of God. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> they are interesting Maybe. moments because they're like, um, well, what team am I supposed to really use here? <laughs> have you ever, uh, like, have you ever been caught off guard where you're praying, or maybe you're sleepy, and then you're like, God, I forgive you. <laughs> Oh my God. Um, maybe even worse moments, you know. So I really advise that if you are sleepy, just say something short because you might be saying things you're not supposed to be saying. <laughs> In that moment, God is like, um, uh, I think <laughs> what's going on here. <laughs> um okay, so let's talk about your music journey. Um, okay. when did you start singing and when did you start songwriting? Um, wow. So I tried to find out from mom, like when exactly what she says is like, when you are really young, like, like two or three. And then like when I was five years, that's when I started, um, leading some hymns in church and I was like, mm-hmm. wow. So would say when I was really young. Let's just put it when I was really young. And then writing of songs, um, I think that was like grade eight. But then I had this book. I wrote a lot of songs. And I don't know what happened, but I couldn't find the book. So I started again after I had grown up. (laughs) So let's just say university. Yes, I had to just you know, get back yeah. to the whole thing. So, yeah. But I That's started so... it. Yeah, okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what was, I think I've listened to Healing Power. It's, <laughs> ha, guys, if you're listening to this conversation and you haven't heard Healing Power, just uh, you know, pause just for a bit, <laughs> and, then, and then come back so you know what I'm talking about. You know, wow. it's a powerful song. It's such a powerful and I think to the most of us, like we've all tried to write a song. I mean, even I, you know, I can say I was a self-acclaimed songwriter. You know, you just see the sky and you're like blue, blue, blue. Wow. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh my um, god, that's interesting. What uh how did is this the only song you've ever written or you have other songs? But most of all, what was it like like how because I know definitely the Holy Spirit was behind the inspiration, was the inspiration behind this powerful song. But what was that process like for you? Writing the song? Yes. Um, honestly, the process, I don't even know how to say it because it happened so quickly. So, um... The first song that I got that I have, okay, let me organize myself. I actually have several songs that I would want to release with time. I have them. So what happens is when I'm inspired, um, when I'm inspired, you know, to like write a song, I would come up with the words and maybe record how the chorus will be on my phone. Then as time goes on, I would actually find the verses to the song. Now, for Healing Power, um, if you've watched my previous interviews, but if you haven't, anyway, I'm glad to tell the story again. Um, I was inspired when we were returning back from the village. We were from um, burying my grandfather, mom's dad. So on the way back is when um, the inspiration came for me to actually do that song, like write that song. So 
for me healing power is like um a prayer it's simply like a prayer to god because at the time that we were actually going for the burial my dad was not well and mm. for me it was like you know i could see how he was and then you know mom would be like no i think you won't make it like you know for the funeral why don't you just remain home and then i could see him you know so persistent because he really just wanted to be besides his wife you know yeah. and for me when we were going like um to the village the whole trip we were praying like literally yeah. when i mean from the beginning of the trip to the very end we were praying it's the same thing that happened when we actually left the village back home the whole time we were praying so i feel uh, like even other people that think like oh okay how can i get an inspiration to sing i feel like if you spend more time in prayer god would definitely drop something because i've noticed that it's when i spend time in prayer and just in the presence of god that he tends to give me amazing ideas so mm. when we were actually returning back from the village is when i just you know started you know talking to god and just saying you know healing and what not and then i just started singing like it just like i don't even know how to explain it within like an hour or so like i had the full song and then i recorded it just in the trip and i was like i'm going to do this song like i promise you i would definitely do this song this year because i feel like it's not only um a prayer that i am actually telling god but i feel like there's several people um yeah. in the world that would want to actually say these words to god and let me just say this we saw god's healing power manifest in my father's life like he was well like he got healed and it was just so amazing so yes that inspired the song that's so powerful and um let me share this with you uh i have a friend who she's really close she's like a sister to me and one day she told me uh, that she wasn't well and the the illness is something that has been like reoccurring right Mm -hmm. and so I was just like praying for her I was praying for her and I, I I was reminded of a dream that I had as I was praying I was reminded of a dream that I had uh be the the girl was um she was coming to your cell meeting uh mm-hmm. and yes so as i was praying i was i just got reminded of healing power and i just felt a leading to tell her to speak the healing to to um, as she listens to healing power to continue speaking healing over her life and I believe, like, I know that that did not come for nothing. The Holy mm-hmm. Spirit is definitely going to move over her. And wow. I believe that healing has already come. Wow. That's such a song. Thank you so much. We praise That's God. Just one testimony. I know there are so many people who are yet to testify. Just yeah. so- <laughs> Amen. Uh, that's so amazing. Uh, I even remember just uh, the first time I heard you sing. Uh, it was, uh, I wanted to attempt to sing the song. Now I'm just like, mm, the viewers, they can go. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? When I, when I had put up the challenge on Facebook? <laughs> no, no. Um, the Zika's Impact Conference. That's the first oh, time I heard oh, For real. Yes. <laughs> I sing the fire in me. Ah, wow. Okay. After that, I went to look for that song. I downloaded it. It's Wow. You just sang so powerfully, and I was just like, wow, she's got an amazing voice. <laughs> she's got an amazing voice. 
<laughs> I think God needs to give words because God knows if I had a voice. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> But regardless, whether uh-huh. I have it, I I still sing. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you just have to. <laughs> yeah, but healing power is so amazing. Um, so it leads me to my next question. I think there are so many people who um would why there there are so many you were because you just finished school so you were still a student at the time healing power came out mm-hmm. uh, and you still released it why was it important for you um to put out this song because i think sometimes as young people we always think like ah you know uh let me wait for a few more years let me get established settled uh, let me make big connections with the big people in the industry like there are so many things that we put under uh, thinking but why was it so important for you to release it uh, when you did and of course you, you already shared about um uh, you wanted, you knew that this was a song that was going to touch many other people, but just mm-hmm. the, even just the boldness to say, let me go to the studio, like I think actually record. <laughs> wow. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> I. I wanted to release like even many, many songs before I could complete school. But, um, you know, our plans are not God's plans. Praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah, but um, I honestly feel like it was just the right time. I don't know, but I just feel like it was the right time. And then also... um my association i honestly do not joke with the people that are around me because i feel like god has placed the people around me for a purpose and sometimes when they say certain things i mean i'm able to weigh that there is a time for you know joking and whatnot but i know it when you know god is actually speaking through them to me mm. and mm. so i feel able to um detect that it's actually god that is making them you know convince me to actually sing and then also the thing is um i feel like um the singing that god has allowed this gift that god has allowed me to have is is not my gift, right? It's a gift um, that I'm supposed to use to actually bless people, right? So I felt like I was holding it to myself and I just needed to step up. So Mm. I don't really think you need to be like, you know, like finish school and then when you have, you know, all the dollars and whatnot and um several big um musicians backing you that's when you can actually step out to you know do what you're supposed to do in terms of that talent that god has given you so long as he has given you that talent and there is an inspiration and i think the most important thing is that um the holy spirit is actually instructing you to do it because Mm. Today, what matters is that um, you have the guidance of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is with you on a particular project. I think that's what matters. So, yeah, I had to go for it. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. That's amazing. I love when you say that you realize that the gift was not yours. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up, um, the the one of the the parables of Jesus that used to just confuse me was the parable of the three servants and the talents, because mm-hmm. I used to wonder like, what did the third servant do wrong? <laughs> like, right? I know 
got it. I really and I really struggled with it, especially because when the master comes back, he's harsh, mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. like, he's just kicking him out. Like, where is he going to sleep? <laughs> But then uh, the answer is just what you have said. And the gifts that we have, the talent that that servant had was not his. Mm -hmm. You know, the breath that we breathe is not just because. I think Mm -hmm. God is like the greatest businessman that, oh, again, there we go, the man. (laughs) Like he's the greatest businessman. Because he gives each and every one of us uh, a specific thing and he expects that we will multiply the investment because the whole point of investing in something is that you should get gain something more, not that it should be the same. And I think it's so important that people are awakened because you're right. I, I, for the longest time, just didn't think that I was going, I didn't think that I needed to do anything. I was like, no, I'll do things when I grow up, when I'm established, when I'm what, when I'm what. And I think that's one of the things that I love about this generation. Because, huh? I'm saying it's a lie of the enemy to make you think like you have to be so well established for you to actually do something. Yes, that's so true. Because there's so many young people, like you don't have to go far. There are so many young people that are doing awesome things for God. There are so many people. And these days, it's everywhere, like entertainment, it's food, it's fashion, it's uh, everything. I mean, and that, I think we really need to come to the realization that this life that we have, it's an investment and we have to account for it one day. And you know how, like, when you look at the Bible with every person that God used, they didn't have to reach certain heights for him to Mm -hmm. actually use. God had to start with whatever it is that they had. And for Mm -hmm. me, it's not, um, trust me, like, I'm shy. (laughs) And, you know, I was telling God, I'm like, am I even able to, you know? But then he instructed me to do it. And it's really not about me. I didn't want to do a Moses part two, you know? I just had to. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you can go on. Oh, I can go that's exactly what I wanted to say. So, yes, I didn't have to do a Moses part two. So I had to just, you know, obey the instruction and just go on and just know that if the Holy Spirit has actually instructed me to do this or to go on a particular project, he definitely knows what he's doing because who knows me better than him, right? So if there are other people that are thinking also out there, you know, you have this gift of singing and you're like, oh, I'm not as confident. Trust me, I feel like the confidence comes with time because if you are not going to step out, um, I think you might not even know how to go about everything. So just don't be hard on yourself. Every single day is is an opportunity for you to actually learn how to, you know, go about whatever it is that God has placed in the inside of you. So don't be afraid. Just don't be afraid. Go with the instruction in the Holy Spirit. I assure you will be by your side. Mm. Amen. For he has not given us the spirit of fear, but mm. of power mm. and the sound mind. That's amazing. Um, you know, uh, Another question I want to ask you is, there are many people who I believe Mm -hmm. are willing to step out and do the things they feel led to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But then sometimes what hinders our thinking, especially in these uh, times where, you know, everyone is like, the economy, the economy, the economy, the economy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
everyone. It's like a song. We should all go to the studio and just produce a song about the economy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a thing on the economy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so I wanted to ask you. How was the journey for you financing the release of this single? And I'm not asking you to go into the details of what you needed to pay and whatnot, but mm-hmm. how was it for you even just making sure that, because I bet there are certain sacrifices you had to make and whatnot and whatnot. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Mm, sacrifices. Um you need to make sacrifices. Like, sacrifices will be made, just mm. so you know. So, um, obviously, financially, I had um, I had saved up some money from a certain business I used to do, a clothing business. So I had saved that money with my mom. I told her to keep that money for me because I knew that I would actually use it for my single. So, yes. Um, I could have used that money for something else, but um, I had to use it for my single. And then so many sacrifices were made, honestly, because where the studio was located was so far from my school. And um, buses don't even go to that area. So I had to sacrifice and book a yango for every session that I had to go and record. And also... Um, you know, with the people that were backing me. Those are sacrifices that you'd make from time to time. So um, definitely sacrifices are going to be made. But I must mention also, there are certain things like um, my photo shoot, because I had to do a photo shoot for my, you know, my cover photo for my music. And I did not have the finances for that one. At the point, I was like drained, like my everything, like was done. <laughs> but I'm so grateful because I had my brother-in-law that was very supportive, and he just, you know, came through for me. So I feel like, in as much as you make sacrifices, but God is faithful, and He's able yeah. to just um, plant people around you that would also help you when really you're struggling. So. Yeah, just just believe that everything will work out. Even if it looks like you don't know how everything is going to work out, um, it will work out. So if you have to do a business, you know, just go for it. If you have to work somewhere, because you need the finances, these things just don't happen. Yeah. Mm, that's mm. so so good because even in the teachings that Pastor uh, Pastor Daniel has been taking us through. Uh, he's just been assuring us that sometimes, you know, we say, I can't pay my tithe, I can't pay my partnership, I can't pay this and that because I don't have. And he pointed out how the Bible says God gives the seed to the sower. Mm-hmm. And we really need to understand that everything that we ask for, God is able and willing mm-hmm. to give us if we just ask really. And many exactly. times we are so good at complaining that you find you complain throughout, but you didn't even ask. Mm-hmm. And I love how you took a bold step and God met you. He raised people to help mm-hmm. you. And that's so powerful because so many people are just seated waiting for the time when someone will come and drop money at the end but it doesn't like that you wait for a lifetime Mm, true Uh it's it's amazing i really i really um i was so amazed when i heard like Dalisa has released a single. I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, yeah. like, like, wow. Like, because you know, the studio is like, studio, eh, but <laughs> you know, we think of it, it's big. And I think sometimes there's this student mentality of you when you receive money, are just thinking of buying food for yourself to dust, <laughs> you know? 
but you don't realize that there's actually so much you can do when you choose to invest that money in the right channels. So true. Wow. Uh, mm. This has been an amazing conversation. Oh, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed, you know. <laughs> this, thank you so much. It, it has been so insightful. I think we have, and this is what I really wanted, we have touched on a bit of everything. There's something for everyone. If you needed an encouragement about business, if you needed some uh, some guidance about uh, being bold in the spirit, if you needed uh, some a prompting to step out, like there's something for everyone here. Thank I'm you. so excited. <laughs> Thank you so very much. Um, I, I hope this is not the last of you coming oh, on here. No, no, please bring me back. Like, even if you have, you know, those topics that you want me to come at, I am so ready for you. Like, this this was really amazing. I, I really had a great time. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm definitely calling you back. <laughs> From here, I know that there are certain things we need to continue talking about. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about, like, you know. <laughs> Thank you. This is actually the first time we're having a conversation, so it's the best yeah. of both. <laughs> <laughs> That's so well, because I feel like maybe others might think like we, you know, conversate on maybe even a daily basis, but no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's I always say like um conversations are so amazing because they can literally change a life. There's yeah. always so much when two people and I think even when the Bible says when two or more come together, it is not just I think even just the power of sharing about God there is just so much power in that because something unlocks in this person you give me a dimension of God that you have that I am still developing I give you a dimension of God that I have grown that you are still developing we strengthen each other it's ah uh, it's amazing yeah thank you uh so Everyone, I hope you are blessed by everything we have shared. I mean, if you have been blessed, make sure to make to tell somebody, to tell someone else to listen to the Setting Stage podcast. And also don't forget to download Healing Power by Dalisa Sakala. It will bless your life. But also remember, she's a YouTuber, so follow her. Uh on her YouTube page. What's the name of your YouTube page? Is it Dalisa Sakala? Yes, it's Dalisa Sakala. It used to be everything beautiful, but um, we had to change it. So it's Dalisa Sakala. <laughs> okay, so make sure you do that as well. Uh, we are excited to see what else you have. Please keep us locked. Tell us whenever you oh. have something. Definitely. <laughs> 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 We will cheer you on. Thank you so much. Have a lovely evening. Oh, Thank you so yeah. much. Bye. Bye.